and welcome to another episode of Careering, where we interview fearless females about what makes them tick both in business and in life. I'm your host, Lori Halter, and I can't wait to have you here today's episode. Let's jump right in. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of Careering, and I am thrilled to have our guest today. I'm so excited to talk to her about her latest project. We have Sapphire Christine on with us, who is the author of a new series of children books called Hidden Gems, and they really focus on the first female leading lady. So Sapphire, welcome. Thank you for having me, Lori. Yes, it's such a joy to have you on. I found about out about your project and your Kickstarter campaign, and we're going to get into all of it, but I really adore what you're doing with this series. I think it's so needed, and we're going to jump into that, but first, let's talk a bit about you. How did you, what, what are you currently doing? What does your career look like, and how did you come up with the idea for the book Hidden Gems? Sure. So I have been a business journalist for most of my career. And right now to to talk a little bit about that's what led me to Hidden Gems for Kids. I The series focuses on women in business. That's the idea behind it. And so I, I guess maybe that's a, a natural pivot to, to look at, at women in business. I've been um, covering that industry for for many years now and just seeing like how much of a need there is to have female role models and it's something that I've been writing about you know just in my reporting over the course of many years and so uh, with this project it's something that uh, has been near and dear to my heart. Um, You asked me about my career I guess. Yeah Um, just kind of what led you up to this point and how you got here. Sure. So I have, for the most part, I've been working at um, just a few different um, financial and business news publications, mm-hmm. uh, just up until a, a little bit recently. We can go uh, into that if you, you'd like. But yeah, just um, taking a, a little break at the moment uh, to focus on some writing, some personal projects, including this one, uh, doing some freelancing of all sorts, uh, still doing some journalism projects as well as some book projects as well. So not busy at all is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. nothing, nothing happening in your world. <laughs> well, I love when I first, like I said, heard about the idea uh, behind this series. I am just so jazzed about it. So talk to us. I know you take three leading ladies to begin with. This is the first three in the series. Explain each of the women and why they are important in history. Sure. So the three women, their names are Margaret Getchell LaForge. She is the first female executive in the retail industry. And I guess it's the easiest to go kind of one by one. And she's actually the person who I started uh, this whole series with. I was reading about Macy's a couple of years ago and the history of their company. Mm -hmm. And when I learned about Margaret, I thought, you know, maybe it was something that, oh, maybe I just didn't know her name and, you know, silly me, I just don't know who Margaret Getchell is. And so then I began to Google her and realized, okay, actually not a lot of people know who this person is. And I just started researching her and kind of fell in love with her story, actually. She 
was um, she started working for Roland Hussey Macy, who was the founder of Macy's in the 1860s. And she started as a cash clerk in 1860. She worked her way up to become a bookkeeper and then wound up being superintendent of the store in 1866. So it's a really incredible story. You know, we're coming out of the Civil War and, you know, we have this female uh, executive, you know, she's overseeing hundreds of employees at the store. And, you know, it's kind of a, a magical time. You know, there's, for those of us who can uh, who know a little bit about the history of Macy's, you know, it's kind of magical to think back about kind of like the, the especially in New York, kind of the window displays, the people who visit the, the yeah. holiday. What's amazing to me is like, we're talking 1860 and she rose into 1866. Like yes. for a woman to be in such prominence at that time is really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible to have that kind of career arc, you know, especially, I mean, for any um, woman, but especially during that time, just to see her um, career rise um, so quickly. And she really contributed so much to the store. And as those, you know, who are starting businesses can attest, you know, those first few years are really critical um, to the success of any business, of course. And so Roland was actually really lucky to have her um, because, you know, as, you know, great as a businessman as he was, I don't want to take anything away from him, of course, but, you know, he was really lucky to have her as, you know, kind of his um, second in command, you know, she contributed so much, she was really passionate about the store, she, you know, came in as someone who was really interested in, you know, really great with numbers, and Mm -hmm. then turned out to be kind of like this marketing maven, and really into the holidays and, you know, bringing, um, you know, having a a Santa, for instance, you know, at at the holidays, and she was really into the window displays, and um, really that magic that makes all of us think of, like, when I think of Macy's, especially around the holidays, exactly, and that magical feel, yeah, so, um, she, yeah, there was a, a lot that she contributed to those, those early days. And so the, I think that the store owes a lot of its success really to her. And so, um, if you, I've been researching her for the past couple of years and it's, uh, become, a quite the, the passion project of mine. <laughs> so she was the start. So she was the start and she sounds incredible. Yes. And yeah. then that led you to who? Who was the next that you saw? So then I began researching uh, Anna Sutherland Bissell. Okay. And so she is the, she's the first female CEO in America. And so, wow. yeah, so Bissell Core, you might know them, you know, today for the, the vacuums, of course. And, you know, back in the 1870s when um, there were, before the vacuum, it was the carpet sweeper. And so okay. <laughs> her husband actually invented um, the carpet sweeper, but it was, you know, he's known for inventing it, but it was really her idea in the sense that, you know, she was the one, you know, back, at, back in the day when she was the one cleaning, you know, wanting something that to collect all the debris and all yeah. that that's in in those rugs and and carpets right and was wanting something to um 
to actually help clean. And so um, together, you know, they came up with that and he patented the, um, the Bissell carpet sweeper. And so Anna actually, she became the number one salesperson. So she was really, you know, involved in the marketing and sales of the product. So she was um, a huge advocate for it, of course. And, you know, she went town to town selling the sweepers and, you know, she was, yeah, she really helped build the company into what it was wow. and to, um, yeah. This is so cool. I mean, I, and de definitely let's get into the third one that you picked, but what is amazing to me as you're speaking is, and I know that you feel this way too, because we've talked about it. We have not heard of any of these women. Here's what's crazy is like in yeah. history, these women were doing amazing things in the late 1800s, which think about that for a minute, 1800s. I mean, I'm sure men dominated the landscape. So these stories of women are so impressive for that time period and so important. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I was thinking, you know, I've been a business journalist for the past 12 years or, or more and a, a little bit more. And, you know, I've read all sorts of business books and have been really interested in business history. And if these are people that I haven't heard of, they're definitely people that most people have not. And that's, you know, in the conversations that I've had with people, definitely learning that, you know, people have never, have never heard of them outside of these very small circles of people. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I, you know, was writing a, about them actually, um, and we can get into that as well, but, you know, I didn't actually start, um, with this, with a children's series in mind. I was actually writing, um, a novel about these women, which I st is still in the works, but um, yeah, I definitely um, still still have that going. Um, but it's just in my research for that, something that kept coming up was, you know, like you said, you know, people don't know about them, and it would be great, especially for children, to be learning about um, women, you know, and having like female role models, especially in the business world. Yes. Um, so I'll, I'll quickly get to the, the third person who I, okay, great. third woman who I chose is Maggie Walker. And Maggie is, her life is so incredible as well. Um, she is, so she's the first female or the first African-American female um, bank president. And so she chartered a bank in 1903 and she became the president of that bank, which is, you know, that would be incredible for, as we see, you know, looking at the, you know, Fortune 500 and, and things today, just looking at the number of women in charge of financial firms and, and banks today, those, there are very few women in Yeah, charge. we still have, look, this is like 100 years later and we're over 100 years later, we still haven't made a huge amount of progress there. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's incredibly, you know, impressive just how, you know, she was able to do that in 1903. And so she, you know, that's what she's really known for just because that's the, the title where she made history. Um, but, you know, she actually had a, a lot of different um, things that she accomplished and did. Um, she was very in, involved with this organization um, called St. Luke's. It's a um, religious uh, affiliation, but that organization 
Um, she had established a newspaper with them and she fought really hard to, well, she encouraged, you know, African-Americans to really take control of their finances and, you know, take control of their careers and encourage them to establish businesses. Wow. That was something that she was writing about, you know, in the um, late 1800s. And so so incredible to, to read about and to now be writing about and you know it's something that I want to um, share with with children and people of all ages now with the, these books. I mean this is so incredibly inspiring and I'm sure people who are lis- listening to this podcast right now understand why this was totally my jam the moment I heard about it because again I just can't get over the fact that these were women in the late 1800s that were really taking their own kind of future into their own hands and also advocating for women. So I love that you have turned this into a children's series, because I think if I were able to see, I think back to like when I was in school, I was selling, I'd make my mom buy the Blow Pops box from Costco for $5. I'd sell it to like the kids coming home from elementary school for a quarter a pop and big 12. And it's like 12 bucks. And it's like, I feel like if there had been books like this back when I was in school, it would have been really validating for me. And I think you're filling a very large hole right now in specifically children's literature that talks about leading women. So what is kind of the age range and what is your hope that children will get out of this when they're reading boys and girls? Yeah, Uh, the age range, the target age range is for ages seven to 12. And it's exactly what you mentioned, you know, that's exactly what I'm trying to accomplish is that, you know, that young kids are going to read this and see, you know, there are tons of kids, you know, anyone, uh, I don't have kids myself, but I have a niece and two nephews and I'm always around kids with my, you know, friends and different family members who have kids and they, I feel like they're always, you know, just dreaming up a company and, you know, I, yes. I, know, I think there should be this or, you know, I, sh- I think there should be that. And so that's something there, you know, I hope that they'll start asking questions, you know, um, and also I'll just, We'll plug this in there as well with the Kickstarter. I also have a business plan in there. Yes, I want to talk about this. I'm glad you, yes, please tell us about the business plan. I saw uh, this. Yeah, so that's, you know, to go along with these books is it's going to have questions like that, you know, like how many employees would I have at this company, you know, at my dream company, you know, what would I be paying them? And uh, it's, you know, real questions that you would ask if you were starting a business, but, you know, obviously for for children to be to be dreaming up uh, things of their own. But yeah, that's the idea behind it. Um, And also, the the title it is hidden gems because these women have been um how sh- you know they have been hidden in yeah um so many ways you know a lot of people don't know about them for so many years they've been hidden but um also you know the term gems is really important to me just because i want people to know that they are also valuable so that's just a running theme that i want kids to know as well and so that's something i love this and i saw in your bio like you said you don't have kids but you are an aunt and i love that in your bio for the book you said i'm the favorite aunt that's always handing out books instead of games (laughs) and so i think this is just such a natural extension of what you're doing you know you're a journalist you're a favorite aunt I know you and I have known each other personally for, you know, over, for over a decade now. And I know that uh, female leadership has always been very important to you. So I, um, I love, as you guys can tell, anyone listening, I love everything about this. I think it brings together all of your favorite things, like leading women, 
you know, leading the charge for kids, inspiring future leaders. So let's talk about a little bit about your Kickstart campaign. Uh, I want to hear about it. How can people get involved or how can they buy the book if they're interested in it? Yes, so the Kickstarter campaign is going to be live through May 30th, and that's where you can find all three of these books, and then there's also, there are options where you can, there are different reward tiers through a Kickstarter campaign, and so there's the business plan, as I mentioned, where kids can, you know, kind of uh, dream up their, their own company and answer some questions of their own, and then there are, um, you know, you can get a Margaret Getchell tote bag or, you know, Maggie Walker tote bag. You can get journals, uh, there's a, you know, stickers, pencil cases, things like that. Uh, then there um, are options for just a, a couple different rewards uh, for, um, there's one other thing that I wanted to mention is the, the Young Entrepreneurs Package. It's a workshop that I'm going to be leading. Um, just an extension of the, the business plan and the, the books is just for kids to, you know, kind of participate in sort of a, a workshop, an interactive workshop, learning the, the business basics. And so we'll take it a, a step further and we'll kind of dig into their ideas about the, the businesses that they've been dreaming up and kind of see how um, you know, how, how the, how those go and, you know, kind of, yeah, plan those out I, for them. I love everything about this. I mean, you've got, you're covering, like being inspiring about women who have come before you're helping current, uh, kids with this book series and you're helping future entrepreneurs with the workshop. So like this whole thing is totally my jam. I'm very into it. As you know, writing a book, um, not all of us, but some of us know writing a book and, uh, all that takes a lot of time and effort. So one of the things I like asking on this show to each of our guests is how do you feel everything that needs to be done? Well, I have been, I mean, I've always, you know, been one of, well, I'm sure a lot of people are like this, but I've always had, in addition to my full-time job, I've always just had all these personal projects. I always have a kind of a side gig, side hustle that I'm working on and different activities that I'm working on. But um, just very, very recently, I've been in the middle of a somewhat of a transition. I know that there's been a lot of talk, that little, little buzzword that we've all been hearing uh, about burnout. Uh, just last month, I um, did resign from my full-time reporting job just to take a, a little mini uh, reset and sort of, you know, recharge myself. Um, so I, yeah, it was just something that I, I needed to, to take care of my physical and, and mental health. And so I, yeah, I'm just now kind of getting back out there in terms of, um, freelancing. And so sure. I had a, a little bit of, I don't, I don't know if we want to say that's spare time, but, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> well, and I appreciate you being so that's trans yeah, I appreciate you being so transparent about this because this is actually kind of one of those. I talk about a couple of different topics that are like whispered when I talk to women leaders. And this is one of those kind of whispered topics. It's like, we all want to be uh, leaders. We all want to be influencers. We all like exactly like you're doing with the book. We want to bring leadership to the next um, generation. So they see that you can do it all, but then we all get burnt out. <laughs> so, exactly. you know, the truth of the matter is doing it all leads to burnout. So yes. I think it's just as important to talk about um, how we take care of ourselves and self-care as it is to talk about being leading females. So good for you for taking the time 
and taking a step back and reassessing and saying, am I really where I want to be right now, right at this point in my life? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're right. We can have it all, but we also need to make sure that we do have time for those breaks. I totally say my new thing, and I actually started this podcast, interestingly enough, because I the question was like, can we have it all? As female leaders, can we have it all? And I think after three years from now in our third year of the podcast, what I realized is yes. The answer is yes, you can have it all, just not all at once. You know? <laughs> so do you have it all in the family department? Do you have it all in the career department? Do you have it all in the you know book publishing department? And mm-hmm. the answer is yes, yes, yes just not all at the same time. <laughs> That's a yeah. great answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have loved having you on, Stephanie. I love the idea behind this Hidden Gem series. You guys go check out the Kickstarter campaign because I have a chance to look at these. In addition to the books being so inspiring and amazing, the art and illustration is, they are beautiful. Let's give a shout out to your illustrator who illustrates these beautiful books. Yes, Kareen McCarter-Chan. She is awesome. I was so lucky to have found her and yeah, to have gotten in touch with her. She has taken every vision that I, I had and just, yeah, illustrated it beautifully. I've I'll, yeah, I'll just quickly say I love, I'm sure many people loved just that, that Gilded Age era, and she just took everything that I uh, envisioned for it. And if you like the covers, you're going to love what's inside. So Well, I definitely encourage all my listeners to go check out the Kickstart campaign and look through the books, look through the illustrations. I love this idea of the workshop coming up and the the kid-based entrepreneurship. I'm honestly going to order the series just for myself. I'm not even going to but I also have Emerson, who's 14, my daughter, and I'm going to gift it to her. So you guys, I'm telling you, like, go check out this book series. Never tell us where we can go check out this book series and how we can help support you in this endeavor. Yes. Yeah, so you can go to kickstarter.com and you can look up Hidden Gems for Kids by Sapphire Christine. You can follow me on Instagram by Sapphire Christine. And yeah, you can follow the journey there and we'll be in this together. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I love the Hidden Gem series. You guys go to Kickstarter now. Thank you so much, Sapphire, for coming on today. Thank you, Lori. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a review or rating on your podcast player of choice. If you have a future female leader that you would like to hear on careering, please leave us her name and contact information at the link below. Thank you. Thank you.